This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Welcome freaking back to Side Pierce Show. And it is a freaking insanely, incredibly, like, mind-blown episode today. I am, like, freaking out, losing my mind. My guest today, you guys... I know, I'm already diving right in because I'm so freaking excited. I can't even believe I got my guest on today. The awesomeness that she is. I have been waiting literally since pre-starting side piece to talk with this amazing badass and now to be so lucky to have her on in the side piece house. I can't even believe it, you guys. It is going to be a monster episode and you're going to eat it up like a bowl of ice cream. Okay, so I had to start out with that because I'm so freaking excited. Like I can't even tell you, obviously, how many times have I said I'm freaking excited in the last one one minute? Okay, but let me back it up and start out. So Logan's birthday is coming up, okay, on Saturday. And I said to him, Logan what would you like for your birthday? And he's like, hmm, let me think about it. And he's thinking and he's looking and he says, okay, I definitely want like a Batman or Hawk bed or a Hawk toy. Okay, that sounds right. And then he looks at me and he says, mommy, and I want a baby. (laughs) And of course, Josh fell off his seat onto the floor and... I don't think he's recovered since. So now, every day since, Logan has been putting blankets, balls, dolls, I mean, you freaking name it, in his shirt. And he has been birthing babies. (laughs) He saw something about Andrea, which was my last episode. So one of the babies was Andrea. And then he saw something about my new guest coming up. Um, It rhymes with Smashly. And we've had basically Bravo baby names, (laughs) which is amazing for me. So now we're on the baby train. He's forgetting mommy is old, but I'm not going to lie. In all the madness that we have going on, a part of me is like, do I want to pop out another one? You know, you miss those baby. Anyone, you know, that has a kid, I'm sure you can understand. 
that, you know, now my kid, the Vivi is three. So no more baby stuff, like all those first crawls and walks and talks and eating. Like I'm done. That's never going to happen again. So I always go back and forth. Do I want another one? Of course, the grandparents, shocking. They, you know, were giving me birth control with like holes and condoms, like broken. So we would get knocked up and have babies. And now they're like, take your birth control. And they don't want any part of it. They're like, we're old, we're tired, we can't do this again. Um, which I don't know if they haven't realized, like my parents, don't you know, like the first rule, if you tell me not to do something, guess what's going to happen? I'm going to want to do it. Have you not learned anything? Do you just not know women and girls in general? So anyway, this is where we're at. But now Logan is on the baby train, clearly birthing babies every day. And Josh is losing his mind. But you guys, let's be real. I tell Josh that he makes the decisions. We all know who makes the decisions in this house. Uh-huh. Yes, honey. Good idea. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. No. No. Mommy makes all the decisions. We just pretend that the guys do. So anyway, it was hilarious. We have 18 different babies now scattered around the house. Basically all Bravo people's names, which I love. Um, and I love how my son knows all of these Bravo lebs that I have on side piece. So that's the latest going on, but big birthday, you know, Logan, as you know, and have seen and heard along these last couple months has been through the ringer through hell and back with sicknesses, pneumonia to everything. So, you know, I'm so excited now to celebrate my boy turning, you know, five. I can't believe it. Uh, he's such a rock star. And I'm just so excited. And now thinking about another one. <laughs> Happy birthday to Josh for that. So anyway, you guys, that's what's happening in my world. I can't believe everything going on in the Bravo world. I mean, insanity. Ramona, Ramona, the stinger singer is dropping it again and giving away Teresa's. Oh my God. I would literally lose my mind. So Teresa is a friend of mine and I like am just in shock that I, I'm not in shock that Ramona would do this because this is so Ramona, but like to think of you have a wedding planned with like 200 plus guests, you have all the arrangements made and then it's released and the secret is let out the day, the time where every detail about the wedding, I would literally lose my shit. So I feel horrible for her. And you guys, another amazing thing that just happened today. In the mail, I get this huge box. I mean, gloriously beautiful box. And I know you've all seen it. Thank you to Ramona. It is Teresa's wedding invitation. You guys, me, little Melissa, I'm invited to Teresa's wedding. I'm losing my mind at the insanity of freaking how amazing it's going to be. I mean, big day today, you guys, big episode. I got the invite. I haven't even opened it yet. I'm, I'm almost like, it's so beautiful. I don't want to open it. I'm so excited. I can't wait to be there celebrating Teresa and Louise. Amazing day. I can't wait to be a part of it. Uh, it's going to be insane insane i can only imagine all of the housewives and bravo people that are going to be there celebrating as well
I can't wait. Uh, and I honestly cannot believe that, you know, where I started and now I'm getting an invitation to Teresa's freaking wedding. It's just the coolest, awesomest thing ever. And I always say, if you think it and you believe it and you work your balls off, you can make it happen. So big day today. Big episode for you guys coming up. I have a big surprise downstairs to open. I can't wait to see her amazing bomb ass invitation. You guys, thank you as always for sticking with me through all my crazy stories, through all the madness, for loving side piece, for being a fan, for all your comments, rating, reviewing, subscribing, telling all your friends to listen, to subscribe leaving your comments on my social media, on the podcast about how much you love it and the guests. Like I work my balls off around the clock. It's just me, you guys. A lot of these big podcasts, they have bookers, they have producers, they have the whole crew and the whole team doing the show. Let me remind you, this is just me. I get all my guests by reaching out, aka stalking people I book all my guests. I come up with all the questions. I'm the producer, the booker, everything. I have the most amazing editor who, thank God, she edits all these episodes for me. I love her. She's been with me from the get-go and she can never ever leave me and she knows this. But other than that, I do it all. So I do it because I love it. I love what I do. I love meeting these awesome Bravo people and everybody else that's on the show. And I do it for you. You guys are there for me and I want to do this for you. So a million thank yous. I love you. Your support means the world. And you guys, you can always find me at, and all your people can find me at Side Piece Show. That's at S-I-D-E-P-I-E-C-E-S-H-O-W. Again, a million thank yous for sticking with me for your support, your love, listening every week. And I will see you next Wednesday. You guys, holy moly crocodile. I am, I can't even believe I'm actually telling you my guest today. This is so epic for me for side piece. I have loved her from the second she stepped onto that show. I've always wanted to be able to talk with her, have a conversation with her. I knew she would just be my jam and I would love her instantly. And you guys, I love her even more talking to her than what you see on the show. She is so amazing, so beautiful, such a rock star in every aspect. And I can't believe she is in the side piece house. You guys, from Real Housewives of Potomac, it's the one, the only, Ashley Darby. excited how are you doing you know, I take it day by day it's um definitely not the same every day and I think like today I'm having it I'm having an okay day not a great day yeah um because you know like we're restructuring our living situation Michael and I so the more steps that we take the more it becomes real for me and yeah, that's just a hard part. So I cried a little. My eye makeup's okay. I cried a little in the car earlier today. I mean, and you're doing this while filming. Like, how are yeah. you doing this while filming? Filming actually can be pretty cathartic. Like, 
you know, when I was postpartum with my first son and I had like just really bad depression, I didn't know how I was going to keep filming the show. I didn't think that it was, I was capable. So I was this close, you know, to just being like, guys, sorry, count me out this season or I'm just done for good. And then when I actually started filming and the ladies were so supportive, it totally changed my experience. I think it helped me to get out of my funk that I was in, the deep yeah. funk I was in. It just helped me so much. So even in this instance, having so many of my friends having gone through this, Giselle, Robin, uh, Karen at one point as well, uh, they just are giving me like the best advice and they're being so supportive, so kind, making sure that, you know, I'm crossing all my T's and dotting my I's during this process. So you feel, you feel the support with them? Oh, for sure. Yeah. And, you know, it's interesting because like I've, I've been a little shady boot sometimes in the past. So I'm always waiting for someone to be like some, you know, shadiness back to me. And they just don't like when it comes to, you know, me navigating this landscape, they don't, they're very supportive and nice. Not even your girl, your girl, Candace. Um, no, not even like, you know, I'm sure I haven't seen or heard everything. So that's that variable. Okay. The unknown of what's happening when I'm not present, but at least to my face, all is good in the hood. You announced this while you started filming or right before you started filming? It was during, and I actually was going to wait. My plan was to wait, but somehow information got out. And before I knew it, blogs were talking about it. All of these hypotheses were coming about. And I felt like before allowing someone else to tell my story, especially for Michael with his business, I wanted to do it myself. Um, so I was kind of thrusted into it a little early, but divine timing, I guess. Like, do you feel, because we all know what you had to deal with, with the press and stories and scandals. Do you feel kind of like better now because you don't have to like get hit with, oh my God, Michael was seen in here doing this <laughs> or are yes, you, girl. is it not like feel better? Time? No, it's, it is a relief. And it's sad to say that, but on this platform, you know, the men get it so much worse than the women whether it's Orange County or New Jersey or our show. I mean, poor husbands are like, they're just Rug. kind of um, collateral, if you will. So yes, and I, for, not really so much for me, but for Michael, I, I feel like he doesn't have to worry about a headline or whatever. He's free to live and do what he's doing. And, you know, we're going about our separate lives. We still live together for the sake of our children at this moment, at least. But, you know, if he's out, whatever, and I hear about it, it's part of the course. And I, you know, like, I will be hearing about it at some point. Wait, so you guys are still living together, Ashley? Yeah, we live together. Yeah, we're still in the same house. So, you know, that's a challenge. Oh, my gosh. Like, so you see, you're around each other all the time. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. But do you, so do you just feel like, okay, this is, we're moving on and I'm not stressed. Like, I don't even know how you did it in your marriage when you're like getting hit every week with a new story. Like, what was the final thing? You guys have been through a lot. Like you've opened up everything. You've shared everything. Was there something that was like, okay, now I'm done. This is just too much. We need to move apart. 
Yeah, unfortunately, I can't really talk about it because it's a part of the show, the show. because we're filming right now. But of course, you know, as soon as I'm done filming, I'd be more than happy to, to expound upon it. But yeah, there was an event ultimately that was just the catalyst for what was already between us. It's not like, I don't hate him. There's no resentment. It's just, it was just the kind of the way it is. Is he ever like, oh, you look good tonight? Hot stuff. Let's go do the do. No, we're roommates. We are roommates. <laughs> and you have nothing to like with that with him. Like, hey, baby, sex with yeah. the ass. <laughs> I think there are just too many feelings involved, you know, like this is too much of an emotional roller coaster that those that's part of my brain when it comes to him is not active right now. Right. It's all this pragmatic stuff like, you know, our kids and how like we all we talk about is like the kids breakfast and school. Like That's all we talk about. So we don't even have that flirty, fun conversation to even introduce you know, like for, for me, stimulation is very mental, not yeah. physical. Right. I get it. Okay. So like you go out and you, are you open to meeting somebody even though you're living with him still? Um, in time, you know, like in time, it, it will be something that will be foreign to me, but in time, you know what, by the way, before I forget, cause I, I know we're going to like be talking and I don't, I was really excited. I wrote you a poem. Oh, wow. Okay. okay. Are you ready? Yes. She came onto the scene, bubbly, outgoing, full of life, not knowing some of the other ladies would have issues with her being an older man's wife. From butter knives, scandals, green eyes, and breakups, she's been tried with it all. But this amazingly fabulous, strong, awesome beauty will never, ever fall. Beyond crushing as a new mom and newly single, ready to take over the town. Sit back and grab a Corona because watching her will never make you frown. So excited and so lucky to have this rock star on today. I so absolutely love her in every single way. You guys, from Real Housewives of Potomac, it's the one, the only Ashley Darby. Oh my gosh, all the snaps, all the claps. That was beautiful. Thank you. Did you like that? I really did. Let me find out, girl. I was so, I was like, oh man, can I talk about the green eyes? Oh yeah, we have to throw the green eyes in there. Oh yeah. I, I was so excited. Listen, I've been writing this. There's been multiple edits and like something new comes out and then something new comes out. And I'm like, no, this was, I like it. I like it. I just, <laughs> listen, I've been excited. I figured you need a little laugh, a little poem. Like, so good. you know what? I'm writing this. Is it crazy? And of course we're seeing like, you're freaking in the front row of reasonably shady. You're cheering on Giselle and Robin, you know, is it insane that like you guys are in the restaurant going at it however many years ago and now look where you are? And by the way, they're the ones that tried you literally the second you walk onto the scene. <laughs> is it crazy now? Like where you it are? It is. Yeah, but all of my relationships on the show have been that way. So Robert and Giselle, Karen, Sharice okay. and I, I mean, I've really had a bone with everybody. Um, so the fact that we are 
friends. Like I can actually say they're my friends, friends. We, we hang out, we talk, I give them my secrets, you know, they actually keep them for the most part. <laughs> <laughs> that's like, that's big. That's a really big deal. And I never thought I'd get here. You're, I mean, you're front row with Robin and Giselle, the green eyed, what is it? The green eyed monsters or bandits? Bandits, yeah. Bandits, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Home Alone. I didn't know if it was Monster and Bandits and whatever it was. Yeah. I mean, so you guys, who, like, going through this, though, if you had to call one or two people on the cast and be like, I'm having a rough day, I'm crying, I'm sad, I need you to come get a drink for me or just talk, who's, like, your one go-to? Uh, definitely Giselle. Giselle did do that for me. So she's someone who she was one of the first people I told when I was pregnant she's one of the first people I told about my separation so she's been there for a lot of my big major milestone moments is it crazy though like you guys were at each other's throat and like look at you now but it's like guys you know when guys fight or guys like they'll fight you know duke it out like like put them in the chokehold and stuff Right. And then the next day they're like, yeah, bro, what's up? It's it to me, we did the metaphorical thing for that. You know, we didn't get physically down and dirty. You know, we had a verbal lashing, but we ultimately were able to become friends because we just got out all of our frustration. Like again, I know guys are like, knock it out, knock it out. Okay, let's go grab a beer. And like they look past and it's it's never brought up again. But you and Candace keep getting in this web, this shit show. How, why do you think you guys can't break it? Like you broke it, like you said, with Robin, with Giselle, with Sharice, with Karen. Why do you think you and Candace can't get out of it? Honestly, I just think we're, we're very similar, but in, in a lot of aspects, but we're just so different in... The big ones, like, I think that I feel more accepting, like I'm a more accepting person than Candace. I feel like I'm more compassionate and I feel that I'm able to approach situations more level-headed than her. So that just contributes to conversations, whether it be with me or anyone else just kind of blowing up. And, you know, we are filming now, so you know, I can't delve too far into it, but. <laughs> yeah, I just, I mean, I feel like some of those people, right? Like any ladies, right? I mean, I was just talking to them in Miami and, and Larsa, I just had Larsa Pippin on. And she's like, listen, I went through it with this person, this person, this person. But like, she's like, I can't get past sometimes with like one specific person, right? And I kind of feel like that's, there's just, it's not, there's a disconnect and it's just, do you think that you, it's because you become a mom and like, that's like softened you or made you kind of, you know how it is when you become a mom. For sure. It's different. Oh yeah. 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 I'm a totally different person. When I first started the show, I don't even remember. I'll watch season one and even season two. And I'm like, who is that woman? Like, and not in a bad way. I'm like, I'd be friends with her, but like, I don't recognize myself. I don't recognize how I talk. I don't so weird you know or it, even if I do like feel twinges of like oh that was me it feels so long ago like a whole different lifetime pre-kids pre-kids yeah and I also think you know that's like my brain you know like 
our brains change during motherhood, right? Literally that your the matter of your brain changes your the composition of your brain. So I think inherently you just change. And it's so funny, Giselle was one of the first people who was like talking to me about how you know when you're ready to have a kid, you know, when you're ready to stop thinking about yourself all the time. And it's true, you become so selfless and you like think so much about other people that you don't really have time to get caught up in a lot of pointless bullshit anymore. So do you think that's where the impasse is? Because like you're a mom now, this is, you know, you look at those two boys in your relationship and that's been the focus as opposed to right. not having children. Yeah. I mean, I would love to say that it's just because I've had kids, but we just haven't meshed even before I had children. So we're just oil and water. And I've said that repeatedly and it's true. It's, it doesn't mean though that, I mean, I still like care for her as a person, but we just like don't mesh. We just don't mesh. Were you like, oh shit, I'm filming this show and now I'm pregnant and I'm going to become a mom. Like, what do you think was the biggest change doing that? Like going from motherhood to where you said like, I don't, who is that person years ago? I think I'm more um, understanding. And because I have patience with my children, it does help me be more patient in general. And the biggest thing though, has been my empathy like when I first was came on the show, I was 26. So, you know, my point of reference was different. The things I had gone through was different. And I made age jokes and, you know, I, I made some pretty insensitive jokes looking back. And in particular, you know, when Monique, after Monique had had her miscarriage, the way that I addressed things with her was insensitive. And having had a miscarriage myself, I was like, damn, like this is how she must have felt. And if someone were not being a good friend to me the way that I was to her, that would have really hurt me. So it was so natural. And my, my first instinct, literally like two days after I had my miscarriage was to, to apologize to Monique. It was such a strong inclination to be like, Monique, I'm just so sorry. And even now, like, you know, with Robin and Juan, and, you know, we talk about how they're raising their boys together and Michael and I will be raising our boys together. So like, as I have more life experience, it helps me relate to these women so much more because a lot of them, most of them are much older than me. Right. And as I hit these, these, these steps, these benchmarks, I'm like, damn, I'm so sorry that I wasn't more sympathetic or whatever. So, you know, you were saying with Monique and then you felt bad, you had the miscarriage. Did you, was this pre the whole thing with her and Candace, your miscarriage? Yeah. Yeah. This happened, um, season three or three. Okay. Three. So were you kind of, was that like, kind of like, oh, I kind of owe it to Monique or I feel bad because of things that I've said and now I'm going to help her with this. Is that maybe why you were like, I'll write something on your behalf? No, no, no. That, no. that wasn't in my mind at that time. I mean, of course it contributed to our friendship and me right. caring about her well-being, but honestly that, as I've said, like even on the show, that was just because of what was at stake. Yeah. That's the reason that I did that. So I mean, if there wasn't like jail time and stuff like that, like what for my homegirl? Yeah. Or even for Candace, like I don't want anyone to have to go to jail. Right. But so seriously, weird. what if you did, like if someone came up and was like, can I take you out on a date? Oh, people ask me on dates all the time. And what do you know? Yes. Would you go? Um, not yet. Not, uh, 
maybe I don't know. It's circumstantial. Let's just say that it hasn't been someone that's like enough. You're know? there. Yeah. Dude, you and Giselle are single though. I mean, we are going to be ready to mingle. We've already agreed to be each other's wing women. So you go out, right? Cause I see you dressed up and you're going out and then yeah. you come back. Is it weird? Like, are you Michael and sleeping in the same bed? No, we don't sleep in the same room. So you don't know when he comes home and you don't, he doesn't know when you come home really ish. I mean, I know when he comes home just because I, my ears like perk up as soon as he opens the door. As soon as that lock turns, I'm wide awake. It's just inherent because I'm always listening for the kids. So yeah, he's able to like not sleep through me coming home, but I'm not able to sleep through him coming home. And he's living his best life too, okay? It's not weird. Is he doing like a Lenny thing where he's just out and about like? Yes. Now, I don't know. You know, I haven't, I, I, I didn't blow up his spot like uh, my girl Lisa did. She checked that ass real quick, huh? <laughs> uh, I ain't do that yet. Yeah, I'm, I didn't do that, but. Yet. But listen. There's no point now. We're not together now. I know, but you're still going through the divorce. Yeah, but I don't care. But that's, that's actually not- one area where I'm not like, if he want, if he wants to pursue somebody, that's fine. But then if you did it, he wouldn't like take it and be like, oh, she's in towards the divorce, the contract, the agreement, like use that against you. Let's hope not. I don't think so, honestly. But I don't know. When do you see like, do you see a point where you guys aren't living together? Are you just like, we'll just coexist together like this for a while? We're, we're taking it day by day. Honestly, this is, it's really fresh. So we have no, I'm not pushing it. He's not pushing it. But it's like, it's kind of like the elephant in the room. Inevitably, we will have to start pursuing something. So did you always think even through all the drama, like all the stuff over the seasons that have come out and like that you've heard about and you've had to deal with, did you still always think that you guys would stay together through everything? Yes. Oh my God. Yes. I down like 10 toes. I just, that man is, he was my everything. Even when you saw like all the shit that was being flung at you, like the hotel and this and this, you still were like, nope. Yeah. I was committed. So something pretty serious had to have happened for you to, if you were saying this, something pretty serious had to happen for you to be like, okay, now we're done. It was just change. You know, I changed. doesn't mean that I don't support him. I don't still love him and have his back. But as far as the, the romantic relationship between the two of us, that's what's dwindled. Yeah. So who has been, Giselle's been the most supportive? Uh, and Karen. Oh yeah. The Grand Dame's been holding me down. Really? Yeah, yeah. But Karen, you know, Karen got divorced herself. Uh, yeah. Raised her second husband, right? So, and she's very wise. She's actually surprising me with her sage wisdom. So who's been like not supportive at all? Has anybody not been supportive? No, nobody. Even Mia and all them supportive? Yeah, yes. I mean, you know, we are filming, right? So I, there are some nuances, but for the most part, yeah. I mean, how are the boys doing with it all? Um, well, they're so young, you know, two and one. Yeah. So, 
you know, I was thinking about that. You've just been so open about everything. I mean, not even Michael, right? Your mom issues, your dad issues. You have put it all out there consistently. I think that's why everybody loves you because you're always just putting it out there. Do you feel like certain people don't really share like that? Um, I think it's harder for some people. Like even Karen talked about previously how she grew up in a different time. You know, Karen is 59, I think she said. And her, she grew up in a different part of the country than I did, a more conservative place. So we just had very different backgrounds. My mom has always been very open. My mom has encouraged talking about every emotion, every feeling, um, every, every relationship I've ever had, my mom has known about. So we, that's just my background. And that's what I brought into this process is really being my authentic self because it's who my mom taught me to be for better or for worse. Is your mom like relieved that you're just calling it quits finally and all this drama is going to be done soon, hopefully? My mom is so soft. Like she's very loving. She, even if she and Michael have had disagreements in the past, she still always asks me about him. How's he feeling? How's he doing? I mean, she's, she cares about him. And now that he's the father of her grandkids, oh my gosh, my mom, like, she's even more invested in Michael's well-being now. So she, my mom wants it to be amicable between us. She actually said that to me just this morning. I talked to her when I was driving to do the news this morning and she said that. So, you know, and my mom's had really tumultuous relationships. Yeah. So I think she doesn't want that for me as I don't want that for me. <laughs> do you see, I mean, do you see like you'll get married again down the road? <sighs> the thought is nauseating, honestly. You're so in it right now, Ashley. It's nauseating just because like, I, 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 I will date, but like to give so much of my life to someone again, I gave a lot, a lot, a lot of my being, of my emotional being, of my love, my patience, of my support. Oh, think about doing that again. And kids, you see, you think you're done? I mean, like you said, never say never pretty yeah. much. Um, but at this juncture, I don't know, like this dating sounds fun, but marriage doesn't, especially while my kids are so young and they have a dad, you know? So it's like, do I really the thought of introducing a whole other person to their life like that gives me anxiety <laughs> so bad. Can't you go stay? You don't want to leave. You want to keep your kids because they know that home. I'm just thinking about you coming home and like you hear him out or you hear him doing these things. It has to, even though you don't want to like physically have anything to do with them, it has to mentally screw with you a little bit. It did in the beginning just because I thought we would like be different. I thought we would kind of like ease into it, but he started going out like right immediately. Yeah. So that was, that was hard. But then my friends, you know, kicked in and they were like, what? especially because one of my friends, one of my really good friends, she's going through a similar situation. So we just pulled each other up. And we've Are been you out ever about, like, you get out, leave, go somewhere else so we can be separate? For Michael and me? Yeah. Oh, we'll see. That, that's something, I really want a house. So that's something that 
you know, I'm, I'm thinking about what my house is going to look like, where I want to live. House for the kids, totally. Yeah, that's my thing. So how much longer do you have filming? Are you in the Like middle? a month? Yeah, oh, I have like a month, month and a half, maybe. Oh my God, you're literally doing all of this right now. Yeah, fun, fun. It yeah, actually is like, it, like I said, it is cathartic. Because you have to talk about it. You have to talk about your feelings. You have to confront them. Well, you don't have to. I mean, I feel like some people aren't as open and, and honest about stuff as you are. Like yeah, then true. don't do the show. <laughs> there are much other, much, much less invasive professions if you feel like this one's too much for you. So wait, are Robin and Juan getting married now, finally, again? Well, they got engaged, right? And yeah. Robin, you know, she's very happy, I will say. She's got a little pep in her step these days. But, you know, that remains to be seen. Oh, man. Yes. Don't tell me Michael but, and Juan have started a relationship. No. <laughs> I don't even think they've talked, actually. But Juan was at their podcast, was at Robin and Giselle's podcast, which was so cool. Aww. Yeah, so it was nice to see him supporting her like that and see how their relationship has grown, even since I've known Robin, how much their dynamic has changed and how supportive he is. It was great. You don't see a world where you're ever getting back together with Michael, do you? I don't know, honestly. I don't know. Like, I don't know. I just don't. Even through all this, you're actually, you would still consider, look at it. You're not like a hard no. Mm -mm. I'm not hard no because I felt we, we were separated before and I really thought I'm never going to be with this man again I don't want anything to do with him and then six months go by and I was like maybe I do want to try again so I'm hoping that doesn't happen but the reality is like I don't know what the next year is going to look like just don't I can't believe we're like still open like this for you Oh, you're like, are you still in love with him? I love him. I really do love him. I love, like, I still do his laundry and everything. Like, I still love this man, but I don't feel romantically invested in him like I used to. Ew, but like, even if you think he's going out and doing what he's doing, you're still like, whatever, I would get back with him? But, yeah, because my relationship is not traditional. So I don't have the same stringent feelings that other women or men may have for their partners. Yeah. So if I were a very traditional woman in, in that respect, then maybe I would, but I'm just not. So my viewpoint is different. My approach is different. So you're more just open stuff. What, would he be open? Like, I feel you're, you're open to it. If he knew that you were out with people, other men women would he still be like let's still work this out or would he close it i don't know i can't really i don't know i don't know how he would react i would like to imagine that he would be as progressive as me but you know men especially an older man like that he may have a different take he may feel more territorial of me i don't know <laughs> i really don't know you know giselle's like you're not getting back together with him you are not getting back together <laughs> with him Girl, my big sister over there. Yeah, she's definitely like, eh -eh. yeah, 
she's trying to hook you up with all the hot young guys. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have a good time. You know what's funny is when I was married even, like not that I would flirt, like, but I would wingman, you know? Yeah. So if there were a good looking guy, I would like do my job and bring him over or, you know, like, so we've always had a good time together. We always have fun when we go out together. Um, <laughs> even once when we went out when I was pregnant, and obviously I wasn't drinking, but we were out and, you know, dancing and having just so much fun. So we have a good time together, no matter what. I mean, you guys together, are you freaking kidding me? I would love to, I was talking to Rachel Smith over at Bravo. Uh huh. And I was like, she's like, what's your favorite housewife? Like your whole, like the show. And I'm like, hello, Potomac. She's like, I started that. And she was so <laughs> excited. And I said, Ashley, this was, I don't even know how many years ago when you guys were first starting. Really? And I was like, I have to meet Ashley. And she's like, (laughs) oh my God, you guys would be so great together. You guys are just loud and crazy and fun. Yeah. And And you're so cute. How long ago? I mean, this was years and years ago. So, and listen, I always obviously wanted to talk with you and like, just do this but I hope you know most importantly I just always check in because I were you know I want to make sure you're okay because this is a lot that you're going through on top of like trying to be a mom work make the money you know film a show it's just a ton so you know it is genuine it is real I want you to be okay I want you to be happy thank you part of me when I read that you guys were getting divorced was like relieved, like, Oh, maybe she can just like have some stress off of her and like, not worry. Like every day I'm going to wake up and see something else in the paper, see this, (laughs) you know, you're pretty accurate. Yes. But I can't imagine how also going through it too, how stressful that would be. Yeah, that was, that was the doozy. But I have to say that I feel really blessed that I am going through it while filming this show in particular, because I get to focus on what I'm feeling. It's not like I have to compartmentalize and like do another task. It's such a blessing that I get to have my job be my life or my life be my job. Yeah. So it it helps a lot to cope. I feel really, I feel for people who have very demanding jobs where they have to like think about other things while going through such emotional things in their personal lives. Oh, but I'm very blessed that I don't have to split like that. Yeah. So I saw Katie was posting like, Hey, you can bring me back Potomac. Um, I heard about it. Something she wrote like about Andy. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, who would you want back if you had to bring back someone? Definitely. I mean, I love Sharice. Sharice is one of my good friends. She's, she's so fun now, you know, she's divorced and out here mingling, let's put it that way. So we just, we have fun chatting and she's very caring. She's just like my homegirl. Sharice is so genuine. I love Sharice. We chat all the time. Yeah. I've been trying to from Jersey, right? Yeah. She, I'm in, I'm in, uh, LA. But you, you live in LA or are you from LA? No, I'm from Ohio. Oh, I thought you were from the East Coast. Yeah, no, 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 no. I'm from Ohio and now in LA. And I don't know how Sharice and I started talking, but we've been talking for, shoot, 
I don't even know how long for a long time. Like, oh wow, yeah, she's awesome. And then one time, I almost like wrangled her in to the podcast, and then she's like, maybe. And now doing the comedy tour, I was like, you need to come on and talk about it. Yeah, I'm always, like, yeah. always trying to finagle. How do I get this chick on? <laughs> I well, love you should her, try her now. She may be, she may be more open now. Yeah, well, now that I had her girl, I didn't know how close you guys were. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. By the way, your girl, your green-eyed bandit girl, Giselle, said, I'm in too. And I'm like, you both actually said it for the first time, like, in the same week. I was shitting my pants, Ashley. And then, obviously. We've had some things going on on the show, you know? know. We've had some moments. Every week, though, I'm also like, when I check in with you, like, how are you doing? I'm like, yo, Giselle, hi. Wouldn't it be fun to come and talk to me? <laughs> She's probably like, She's <laughs> Giselle is now that girl. Her cackle will send you cackling. Like, it, it's a it's a contagious cackle. Really? Yeah, she's so funny. All right. Well, you gotta work your magic and get your girl Green Eye Bandit one round one to come on and talk to me. I feel like that would be <laughs> amazing. This was just like. Listen, I know how busy you are. I, you know, I think you're a freaking rock star. I have since you joined the show. Thank your you energy, so like I wrote in my poem, your energy, like I, I feel like I'm the same way, you know, mm-hmm. the energy, just the enthusiasm. I just, I don't know. I just have always thought you were a freaking badass rock star. And I've been so beyond excited to talk to you and just say hi. And check yeah. in and see how you're doing. I'm so glad. Well, this thank was, you for that. That means a lot to me, you know. And and like I said, your words are, felt very genuine, and they were very well timed. <laughs> so thank you. I, you know, you're a rock show. This made my day. Thank you. Oh, thank you, babe. I'm so happy I got to do it. I know. Me too. All right. <laughs> Listen. Have fun. Tell everybody I said hi, and have a great time tonight. Thank you so much for listening to Side Piece. Make sure to follow on Instagram with the handle at Side Piece Show. That's at S-I-D-E-P-I-E-C-E-S-H-O-W. At Side Piece Show. And don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe.